Unless you switch, you mash, you chew you up for brunch And finish you off for dinner or lunch The government has swiftly dealt with many a crisis, but can it survive the diabolical attack of the killer tomatoes? Just when you thought it was safe to go back into the supermarket, you're face to face with terror so bold, so frightening, it has never been seen on screen before or since. After a series of bizarre and increasingly horrific attacks, Mason Dixon finds himself leading a crack team of specialists to save the planet. But will they be quick enough to save everyone? To save you? You can't run. You can't swim. There's nowhere to hide. The vicious red menace is everywhere. Savor the flavor of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes on DVD, if you dare. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the B-Movie Bros. Hurry, we B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So... Here we are, back in October, which means it is, of course, cult classic month. And, you know, this year we're taking on some of the cultiest, some of the classicliest cult classics ever. And yep. we are starting out with Attack of the Killer Tomatoes from 1978. Gotta love traditions. So, you know, let's just dive right into the ship with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Let's, let's, let's talk about the good. What was good in this movie first? Not a whole lot. So for me, number three, the great tomato battle filled with explosions, soldiers, guns, giant tomatoes, scale miniatures, narration. And, you know, it was actually pretty epic. And I enjoyed that, like, five minutes of the movie. It was like the climax we'd been waiting for. And then there was 20 more minutes of the movie afterwards. And a whole lot of shit in between. Number two. The tomatoes are actually pretty effective killers, having taken over countless cities and many states, as hinted through maps and conversations between all the military people. Tomatoes are like the smartest terrorists to ever exist. And then, of course, number one, the theme song, which also happens to have the same title as the movie itself, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, I like how the theme song is mostly just the title repeated over and over again. Like, there are a few other words in it, but for the most part, it's just, oh, you know. All you remember is just, it's Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, a, great, it's a great jingle. So, number three, Killer Tomatoes is definitely a unique title. One of the things this is praised for is, like, one of the best titles of a movie. So, I'll, I'll give it that, that. There are definitely points for creativity I should um, acknowledge. Number two, I liked the uh, Master Disguise. He um, was one of the most competent characters. He actually, like, you know, tried to dress up like a tomato, which, while stupid, was at least related to the story. And at one point, he's, he dresses up as Black Hitler, which was 
pretty darn funny. I mean, he, he was able to successfully infiltrate the tomato camp and make friends with them. Yeah. His only mistake was asking for ketchup. Yeah. He was also kind of like the most competent character of the movie. Exactly. He almost saved the world, but then, you know, eh, condiments, man. Foiled again. <laughs> and number one, just like with Corey, the theme song. I remember the theme song from the... Attack of the Killer Tomatoes uh, Saturday morning cartoon back in the day. I don't remember anything else about the about the show except that except the theme song and that there was some weird looking guy with a um, tomato for a head. I think, but there was definitely a cartoon. I I know I'm not imagining that, and I know when I was a kid, I think I was like eight years old, and I watched this movie for the first time. I fell asleep through it, so. I didn't remember how shitty it was. Plus, I was I was like eight or something, so I. But I do remember that. I remember my dad, my dad singing the theme song like randomly sometimes, and you know, it was fun. It was not the most creative song, but it was catchy, and I I enjoy it. So now on to the uh, the bottom three with uh, me. Number three being. The, uh, the joke, the size of the table, room, and chairs gag that just drug on for way too long. And for that matter, most of the mo- jokes in this movie just kind of like drag on and on. And instead of like them being quick and snappy and done and like getting a little chuckle, they just go on forever as if, you know, you didn't laugh in the first two seconds of the joke that you're going to laugh at like second 42 or 68. Yeah, that, that joke in particular bugged me because... I kept thinking, are they like making a are, are they like making a reference to something? Is this a joke on like, you know, military bases not having enough room or small boardrooms? Like it wasn't really referencing anything, so there was no real joke except for some reason we have a really big table and a small room and it, it was just a gag that didn't actually have any point to it and didn't re- and didn't really relate to the actual plot. Which, you know, it's fine to have gags once in a while, but this one was just kind of dumb. It didn't really... It wasn't making fun of anything. It was just being dumb for the sake of being dumb. Number two. Every song in this movie that isn't the theme song from the beginning of the film. Especially the ones where characters break out in song and dance for no reason. This movie isn't a musical. It, it, it has no... Absolutely no reason for people to be singing and dancing. And I know... Most musicals don't have a reason for people to be singing and dancing, except they're musicals. And they actually know how to write music and, you know, do things. This movie doesn't know how to do it, so it just comes off as shitty. Yeah, I remember when the first uh, random musical number broke out. I'm like, yeah, these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. This is, this is a bad film made by people who are just trying to make a random goofy movie but suck at it. Like, you can tell they're trying so hard to seem random. But the more you try to seem random, the less you are. Because you're obviously, like, planning things out. And then number one. Aside from Sam Smith, there is not one character who is likable in this entire film. Which makes me root for the tomatoes to kill them all. And I'm sorry. When the tomatoes are the adversary, when they're the big baddie, when they're the, the villain of the film, you're not supposed to root for them. But guess what? I was. I was rooting for tomatoes to take over the world. I don't even like tomatoes in real life. Like, other than making sauce out of them, I can't stand the taste of them, like, raw or even, like, cooked unless they're sauce. Yeah, plus, like, if the human race is dumb enough to be defeated by tomatoes, the tomatoes deserve to win. 
And number three, the kind of central theme or joke of the film is obviously killer tomatoes. And that was funny for like a second. And then the film just kind of like doesn't really do anything interesting with it or funny. It just comes off as stupid. After maybe like 10 minutes into the film, like, yeah, I, I get it. They're killer tomatoes. Uh, it reminded me of the movie Rubber, where, like, yeah, I, I get it. It's a killer tire and no reason. But, you know, c- could you maybe do something creative with that idea instead of just being, like, there are tomatoes killing people for for no reason? I don't know. I felt there were, like, a lot of missed opportunities to be creative, and they they didn't. They went for the goofiness. Number two, just about every joke in this movie went on way too long. Most of them weren't funny to begin with, but even the ones that were mildly clever were in the end ruined by the fact that they just kept going on and on and weren't giving time to resonate with the audience and, you know, having it, having it any impact. It's like, once you're done telling a joke, stop fucking telling it. I, I really hate when movies do that. That pisses me off. Or there, there's jokes that they start and then never finish or get to the punchline. Like, one of, one of his crack team is a scuba diver that just, you know jumps into a fountain and then you never see him hear from him you don't know if he got killed by tomatoes or not actually that leads into um my next one um very few of the jokes in this movie had anything to do with the plot there were a bunch of one-off gags that didn't tie into the whole killer tomatoes um idea and that's not inherently a bad thing if the gags little random gags are intertwined within like an actual story and most of the jokes like come from the story but not only were they not funny, they were just really dumb. And it came off as random and stupid and made the whole film just seem really disorganized. And, yeah, like you said, when they've got the lineup, they've got, like, you know, the master of disguise, which, you know, kind of relates to it. And they've got all these other random, like, people, and none of which have anything to do with it. Like, they don't even bother trying to give, like, a, a funny explanation as to how. It's just, like, it could have been anything. Plus... I noticed just watching it, they they try to talk and do things really fast to try to insert as many jokes as possible into a short amount of time. And it, it's so obnoxious. It's like, just have a few good jokes, make most of them tied to the story, and let them, you know, have a little confidence in them. Let them resonate. Not try to, like, overload the um, audience with crap humor in order to compensate for the fact that you don't really know what you're doing. Like... I, I found that really irritating. This is not a fun movie to watch at all. So, something we didn't really mention so much was the dialogue. So we're going to have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote the movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes, or if you have a favorite quote from this movie, leave it in the comments below. I'll get us started off with, We've heard nothing at all about the growing tomato menace. Not blood, tomato juice. I'm in tune with my tomatoes. You got little Timmy. He ate them all up. My God, it's Adolf Hitler. This is man versus tomato. Go disguise yourself as a tomato. It's like trying to stack Bibles on whipped cream. And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film, remember, leave it in the comments below. Think it's time for us to give our final take on our film? Remember, friends, our final take is a short score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it an 8 out of 10. I gave it a 9 out of 10. So, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is one of those movies that sounds so awesome. 
Killer Tomatoes attacking people, it should be a cheesetacular schlock fest where things try to be serious but fail. Unfortunately, this movie doesn't take itself seriously. Scene after scene, there are jokes and gags of all kinds of quote-unquote comedy, the problem being that it all seems extremely forced and then just falls flat. Characters are unlikable, the story goes all over the place in trying its hand at too many genres, horror, comedy, drama, spy flick, action, and fails at nearly every stop. The only saving grace of this film is the tomatoes themselves and the fact that they attack and kill people, living up to the title. Also, the killer opening song. I think the fond memories I seemingly have for this movie are all from the Saturday morning cartoon of the same name. The main problem with Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is it just tried too hard. The jokes were so obviously scripted and and came off as completely unnatural. It's like they were trying to copy random goofy humor, but just didn't have the talent for it. And it was just painful to watch. Given how infamous this film has become, I was expecting it to be goofy and unserious. However, I wasn't expecting it to be this goofy and unserious. There has to be some level of, you know, trying to make a film and not just a bunch of, like, random sketch comedy. It's like the writers saw Airplane or a Mel Brooks film and didn't really understand why it was funny, but tried to reenact those kind of films anyways. Watching this movie is like seeing a really cheap version of Monty Python while having a stroke. It's unpleasant in every conceivable way, and I, I can't recommend it to anyone. It's just too cruel. Well, I think it's time we tell our friends how to drink away the slick drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. So we're going to give some drinking games for Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone asks about the tomatoes, take a drink. Number two, every time someone is introduced by name, take a drink. Number three, whenever Sam Smith wears a different outfit, take a drink. Number four, anytime tomatoes are doing something they can't do in real life, take a drink. And of course, number five, because it's cult classic month, Anytime you make a connection between two cult classics we've reviewed, take a drink. For example, we reviewed Troll 2 many years ago. They eat food in that. Well, tomatoes are food. So every time you see a tomato, you can make that connection and take a drink. Yeah, let's go with that one. All right, every time one of the tomatoes makes that weird mumbling sound, take a drink. Every time you see a giant tomato, take a drink. Every time a scene takes place on a military base, take a drink. And every time a joke goes on way too long, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, considering donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. So, it's the end of week one here, Cult Classic Month, this October. And, um, sadly, in first place is Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, God, I really hope it doesn't stay there. Well, you're in luck, because I, I think next week really has a good chance of knocking it out of first place. We're, uh, we're going to take a trip to 1989 and check out The Burbs, starring Tom Hanks. Please save us, Mr. Hanks, from the Killer Tomatoes. So, until next time, friends... 
be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. They'll beat you, bash you, squish you, mash you, chew you up for brunch, and finish you off for dinner or lunch. Tomatoes are on their way.